Welcome to Real Black Contenders Forum Podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, we're going to talk about the sweet science. Big up the crunk. Detroit. Boxing gym. Home of champions, right? Again, we're going to talk about the sweet science of boxing, right? And the centerpiece of today's conversation is going to be our brother from the great state of Alabama, Deontay Wilder, right? Ex heavyweight boxing champion from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Man, the brother had dynamite in his right hand, right? <laughs> I'm talking about he put that right hand on you, man. He put you down, family. Out of the great state of Alabama, which has a great history, right? We know that um, Tuscaloosa, where Deontay is from, the name alone, that name alone, Tuscaloosa, means Black Indian Warrior, right? Because when the Europeans, they was first coming over DeSoto, he seen a Black Indian chief, large in stature. He was a big guy, and his name was Tuscaloosa. That's where they get that name from, Tuscaloosa. Black Indian warrior, right? This is talking about the natives. And the river that ran along in his territory was named after the Indian chief, right? Tuscaloosa. Then you had Tuscaloosa River. Black Warrior River. So there's some rich history in Alabama, right? There's some rich history. So fast forward from the great black warrior Indian chief to the day that's why these young teens they probably don't know what they're doing though but when you watch the Alabama football games right and they say it, the tide is rolling roll tide roll like it it's moving it can't be stopped that's where they get that from the black Indian warrior chief Tuscaloosa that tide was always rolling of course we know they didn't get it from the mascot I mean Alabama's mascot is an elephant so we know <laughs> they talking about the tide that that tide roll right it's a rich history in alabama right home also of the black panther party the great state of alabama home of the black panther party yeah i know you know many years ago a lot of you guys you watched panther the movie right and you see mario van pebbles and he was in the movie and they had some guys reenact like they was um, Brother Huey and they out in California. And I said, yep, that's what Hollywood does. <laughs> that's what Hollywood does. It, it kind of just, it changes up the whole game. But what really happened is the Black Panther Party was birthed, founded, and created in the great state of Alabama. And then you had some young college students come down, right? Stokely Carmichael, one of the brothers that came down, and he seen what these brothers in Alabama was doing. And he took that back to California with him, right? Rebranded it, repackaged it, and then he brought it back out again. But the Black Panther Party, that political party, was founded in the great state of Alabama. So our brother Deontay Wilder, man, he got a lot of history where he coming from, right? You know, I know how to, you know, today's conversation is like, you from Alabama, you're slow. But that's not so, right? Even me being from Detroit, 
That's my second home, man. I love the great state of Alabama. Deontay Wilder, though, right? With his fight with Tyson Fury. Him being a strong champion. And him, Deontay Wilder, coming from a state with such great history. Such great legacies. Such great lineages. I always try to figure out that why are these black media talking heads on the internet making excuses for our brother who was the former champion, Deontay Wilder? They're tainting his legacy by making excuses. And also, he himself, Deontay Wilder, and his brother and his camp are also tainting his legacy by making excuses. Why are we making excuses for a great fighter out of a great state? I have no clue what we're doing. I suspect something. We're going to talk about it later. But why are we doing this? Let's talk about boxing, right? Let's just have a conversation about boxing. We seen Anthony Joshua, heavyweight champion of the world, lose his first bout in New York to a guy that looked at a little fat, a little pudgy, a little out of shape. He did not look the part that he was going to be heavyweight champion of the world. But one thing about it though Boxing can teach Endurance Boxing can teach you about yourself Boxing can teach you how to be disciplined And stay focused Right Boxing can teach you how to eat right Have good conditioning But see boxing can't give you class It just can't do that You gotta be born with that So when Anthony Joshua took his first loss he said, yo, Andy was the better man. He was the better man. He was the better boxer. And then a few days later, Anthony Joshua said, Andy was a better man. He was the better fighter. And then much later, <laughs> Joshua said, Andy was a better man. He was a better boxer. He just left it at that. Then he came back, won and reclaim his championship title. During his loss though. You know who was the biggest voice. To talk about how. Joshua was. Joshua didn't have his head in the game. He looked it bad. He got beat all around the ring. That was embarrassing how he lost. He didn't lose like a real champion. Out of all the fighters. That participate in the sweet science. You know who had the largest voice of saying that? Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder. Felt the need to take it to his social platform. To speak about how embarrassing. Anthony Joshua looked. In his title defense. In the United States of America. You know. But Big Mama ain't never wrong. Big Mama say what? The pride. 
That's what comes before the fall. It's the pride. Then you fast forward. Anthony Joshua redeemed himself, won his title back, and continued to move on with class. Then we able to see what? Deontay Wilder fight Tyson Fury for the second time. What was Deontay Wilder saying before the fight? He had a big after party lined up after the fight and he just can't wait to get this fight over so he could do what? So he can attend his after party. There's no excuses now. There's no excuses. Everything is going great. The minute that he lost the fight, Deontay Wilder, now the minute he lost the fight, he's handed the microphone and we're looking to hear what we typically hear from great champions that lost. You know, normally they get the microphone, they say something like, yo, man, I wasn't able to land that jab, man, or uh, I wasn't able to get in my groove, man, I just couldn't get in my rhythm. Uh, you know, what happened to you, champ? Well, you know, um, I couldn't lay in the right hand tonight. You know, tonight just wasn't my night. I, I just, um, or in Deontay's case, he should have said, uh, man, maybe I shouldn't have had my girlfriend in training camp with me the whole entire time. Maybe I shouldn't have did that. Maybe I should have had an old school trainer that would have told me, hey, you got to train by yourself. You can't bring your girlfriend with you. No, he didn't say any of that, though. Nope. Had the opportunity to be graceful. Didn't do it. Had the opportunity to show class. Didn't do it. You know what the first thing he said? Oh man, you know, my trainer, man, he shouldn't have stopped the fight. <laughs> the very first thing out of his mouth was how the corner shouldn't have stopped the fight. And then immediately after that, he started talking about, man, he had some kinks, he had some injuries. During the training camp Right And then he leaves and he goes And he had to go to the hospital And then a couple of days later Man I think my trainer was Turning against me man you got to watch the people In your circle I just don't know why he did it And then he start Then a couple of days later There was another excuse Man I think it was Anthony Durrell man You know I think he was the one to convince somebody in my corner And then a couple of more days later, see, man, you know, Kenny Bayless, man, the referee, see, he let, I got hit with a punch. I think the punch was illegal. And, and then a couple of days later, oh, see the glove, man, something about the glove. It, it, it wasn't all the way on his left hand. It was kind of like it, the glove was kind of like off. It was, it wasn't really on. So then we got glove gate, right? And then. Last but not least, because I didn't give his excuses in chronological order, right? I'm just saying a couple of days here, a couple of days there. I'm just saying how information began to leak out. The greatest excuse from a professional boxer that lost a bout that I have ever heard in my entire life was... I had on an outfit that was too heavy. The outfit he put he paid forty thousand dollars for. He said the outfit <laughs> was forty to fifty pounds heavy, and I wore it into the ring, and it wore me down. 
Now, the new excuse is, it's from my, it's from my brother saying, hey, the doctor said I got hit with a blunt object. We can teach a lot of things in this sweet science. We cannot teach grace. We cannot teach class. Because after he said, after his little brother came out and said, yo, it was a blunt object. That's what the doctor said, blunt object. Black media jumping on the bandwagon, riding with Deontay. With every excuse that he had along the way. This is coming from his little brother with the blunt object thing. So now it's the commissioner's fault now. Because the commissioner won't go into an investigation. It's always somebody else's fault. It's always at the foot of somebody else. With the reason why he lost his fight. Somebody else's reason man It's not mine I was ready to go man it just It's one thing After another thing After another thing You know It reminds me of um, When I see this Black internet media right You know I remember watching um, Remember the Titans right Denzel Washington And then There was two coaches It was uh, Denzel Who, who was uh, reenacting A character Coach Boone then he had his assistant coach, right? So every time that, you know, Coach Boone would come down on the players, the assistant coach, which was the uh, defensive head coach, he would go and coddle the black players, right? He would go coddle them and try to... And Boone had to pull them to the side and say, yo, we only do that to the black players. But when I come down on the white players, you don't do that to them. Why are you coddling the black players? And then Boone say, listen, you're not helping these guys by doing that. Brother, you're hurting them by doing that. When you're coddling somebody that's not, you're not helping them, man. That's how I'm looking at black internet media right now. You're not helping Deontay Wilder by doing that. You're hurting him by doing that. You're tainting his legacy by doing that. He's a great champion from a great state. But with everything that's making it cloudy, it's all the excuses. Notice though, right? When these black internet boxing media personalities speak on their YouTube channels. See, they're just talking by themselves when they talk about the glove situation and you know, the cop, you know, um, Kenny Bayless may have did this or that or to train us and stuff. This when they're going through the glove gate, though, all throughout the glove gate experience. Now, there's no other boxes on that bandwagon with them. They're on that bandwagon by themselves. And when I say they, I mean the black Internet media that's coddling Deontay. There's no former champions coming down and speaking with them and saying, hey, you inter you know, being interviewed by these guys. So, yeah, you know, I think you guys are right. You got some valid points. Nobody's saying anything because they really know how the boxing world works. You know why a lot of the fans are not saying anything? 
Because even though we've seen Deontay lose to Tyson Fury in that second bout, and you're talking about the glove this and the glove that, we've seen as boxing fans 19 rounds, man. See, we've seen all 19 rounds. <laughs> We seen a man in the first fight that was gravely out of shape. And he took Deontay all the way to 12 rounds. Gravely out of shape. So once he get back in a little bit of boxing form, you already know the outcome. Yo, you should have beat the man down when... You should have beat him down the first time. He was all out of shape. He had all the excuses on his side the first time around. He didn't make any. He... Tyson Fury could have made a bunch of excuses, but he didn't. You know what he did do, though, after that first fight with Deontay Wilder? He did what other great European fighters do. He went to Detroit and got him a trainer. He came to Crunk Gym and got sugar. Because that's what these great European fighters do. That's what Klitschko did. That's what Lennox Lewis did. Now this is what Tyson Fury did. That's what Triple G did. When they get into a close bout, they get rid of the trainer that they had for years, even Triple G. And what did Triple G go do? He went to Detroit and got him a trainer. He went to Detroit and he got him a trainer so he can look more polished for the next fight because the trainer that he had took him as far as he can go. If Deontay comes back into this next fight and he got the same trainer, he got the same camp, what's going to be any We just seen 19 rounds of this, bro. Now we're looking. Now we're watching. The sad thing about excuses is once you give so many excuses, you don't have any room for error now. If you just never said nothing, you could have always came on later, wrote it in the book, you know, became a boxing analyst, told the information then. I just seen J-Rock lost, right? Just seen J-Rock fight this kid. I didn't know. Don't even know who the kid is. He lose. J-Rock didn't say anything. His sparring partners, though, the guys that sparred with J-Rock, came out and said, man, that J-Rock was sick as a dog when he fought that dude. It's like, what? But Jay didn't make the excuses. He said, hey, man, he was a better fight that night, man. The guy right there, better fighter that night. Didn't give any excuses. Said, you can't teach class. And you got to be careful in this universe Sometimes speaking on someone in a harsh manner, what you put out into the world, you may see it again. See, you clown Anthony Joshua for looking like a non-champion, for losing to a, a big, fat, out of shape looking guy that the more structurally physique guy as Joshua is, should have easily defeated him. 
And when he didn't easily beat Andy the first time around, he lost in an embarrassing manner. You made sure that you went to the media and pointed it out. But you know what? You lost the same way, bro. That was embarrassing the way you look. We all seen it. We all not only did we see this last seven rounds in the second fight, we seen the whole 19 rounds, and you didn't look good with this guy against any of the 19 rounds. But you know what you lost though? You lost your log on all of a sudden to social media because the next day you jumped on that social media to clown Joshua. Bro, we ain't seen you make a post since. So do us a favor. And this is posing to black internet media that covers the sweet science. Just cover the sweet science, bro. Don't take no. Just tell it like it is, man. You're not helping our brother Deontay by coddling him. You are actually hurting him. Peace and black power to your family. Thank you guys so much for listening, man. This is Real Black Content Forum Podcast, man. Big VJ, man. I'll get it with you guys next time. Peace.